What's going on, everybody? It's UTXJG the Don here with my co-host once again, leader of the flock. Welcome to Enlightened Sounds episode 10. Again, we truly appreciate everyone that's sending us tweets and letting us know that you are excited about the episode. Again, that makes our day, it makes our week. So keep the tweets coming whenever you listen to the episode and let us know what your thoughts are. And shout out to everybody that's been listening on whatever platform that you prefer, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Play, and of course, Anchor that houses everything. So let's get right into it. It was so many new releases, Flock. I don't know if you <laughs> caught everything, and I know it's super hard to listen to everything, but I know when I went on a little road trip last week, I pretty much listened to everything that came out last week. And I'm trying to catch up on everything this week, but let's go ahead and go over everything that came out last week and today, which is November the 9th. So let's get into it. Jay Critch dropped Hood Favorite. Action Bronson dropped White Bronco. Blockboy JB dropped a little EP called Don't Think That. Swiss Beats dropped the collaboration album Poison. Moneybag Yo dropped Reset. Vince Staples dropped FM. Metro Boomin dropped Not All Heroes Wear Capes. They dropped an album or EP called Fireside. Shmino dropped Duar. Lil Dirk dropped Signed to the Streets 3. T Grizzly dropped Still My Moment. Trippy Red dropped A Love Letter to You 3. Lil Peep dropped Come Over When You're Sober 2, a posthumous album. Cody Shane dropped Young Heartthrob. YFN Lucci dropped 3. Ninth one to your favorite dropped Jam Lines of Squad 2. Her dropped I Used to Know Her Part 2 EP. And Two Shorts dropped the pimp tape. <laughs> two Shorts. I when I saw that one, I said, I said, this is not even in the new releases for Spotify. Like, like, come on, I had to actually search for this and find that he even dropped something. So just think about you know that, people. About Too Short. I, I remember in like 96, he was talking about that was his last album. He's still coming 20, out. 18 and he's still dropping that's wild so and apparently he got some nice features on there too so this is a lot of stuff to catch up on i don't know if you will but i'm gonna try my best to at least like i'm gonna listen listen to it to skim through half of this stuff (laughs) because this is a lot it's gonna be a lot to pick from i mean if you want my my i mean i'm gonna be real with you half of this stuff don't interest me in the slightest but i mean i know if we got to go over the stuff i'm gonna listen to it yeah but um the stuff that actually caught my eye uh action bronson the swiss beats um the uh of course the the ninth one the, the jam lives of squad i'm i'm actually gonna start listening to that today uh to her and then too short everything else is just like all right yeah no yeah no interest in the trippy red at all <laughs> <laughs> at all i mean it was a chore to listen to the last one when we we had to review that right right I'm sure it's gonna be more of the same so yeah but it's interesting though he dropped another mixtape after uh his last album what we uh reviewed that was his official debut album but this one is another mixtape uh, from his a love letter to you series so it only came two months after so he's making music pretty quickly um but yeah it's a lot of stuff though definitely a lot of stuff here so i know that you don't like it we we all know this by now is <laughs> is you flock so we know that you you're not going to pretty much uh, appreciate uh half of this stuff but 
uh, a lot of this stuff is a chore. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I like a lot of these artists on here, but listening to it definitely a chore um, for most of it, and that's why I just pretty much skim through it. Only listen to it once, see if any songs caught my ears, and and then moved on to the next one because it's just a lot of music to consume. But again, if you want listening, have time to listen to any of this stuff, or if you did not know that half of this stuff even dropped, there you go. We got you. So you cannot complain and say that there is no music out because a lot of music came out this is just two weeks people including today so a lot of this stuff that i mentioned starting from shmino actually shmino came out yesterday technically but from shmino actually they um to be honest they so one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven albums eleven albums from this list i named came out today or yesterday so that's pretty crazy i don't know why everybody picked november 9th but here you go and apparently we got a lot more coming in the month of november alone so and that's just for all of you to listen to and uh, it is what it is so music and games yo november man yeah crazy. november is yeah yeah when you mention video games a lot coming out this month too and i mean just the holiday season i guess it's just what it is so there you go man it's a music and video game overload so get ready people because uh i don't think it's going to slow down <laughs> we got another two months here until uh until things might finally slow down with everything so let's move on to the music news um i know that on another episode we talked about dr dre's biopic and the problems that apple was having with him because of the content in his biopic but Snoop Dogg, another person who was a part of Straight Outta Compton, he hinted that uh, he's going to come out with his own biopic. And guess who he is hinting is going to be uh, the uh, in production for uh, for his alleged biopic? I mean, who else would it be other than Dr. Dre? No, I'm sure he. Oh I'm God. sure that he's going to have something to do with it, but he has hinted that he's going to get Lee Daniels and Ryan Coogler. Oh, I thought you was talking about like for like doing them doing like this working on like the music. No, no, not the music. No, music. no, the actual the actual visuals. <laughs> the actual, movie. All the yeah. actual like production. Yeah, of the it's movie. actual production. Oh. My bad. My bad. No, 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 not that. But I'm I'm sure Dr. Dre will be involved in some form or fashion musically and probably um probably visually as well. Um, just for oh, some. I mean, uh, that makes sense then. He yeah. was on the West Coast, so yeah. Plus, he's hot right now with the whole Black Panther. And stuff, right, so. right, Ryan Coogler. So, if this happens, if this happens, I think that that'll be a pretty good biopic. Uh, a lot of people, like, if you don't know about Snoop Dogg, like everybody knows about Snoop Dogg. He's been around for a long time. Uh, I know that mm-hmm. maybe a lot of younger people. Or people that don't really listen to rap probably know Snoop Dogg from different things. Like even a recent example, he's doing the hymns commercials and he looks like a, uh, one of those Apple emojis. But he's been doing a <laughs> lot of stuff. Like he's hosted a game show. Like this is another one of recent things he does. Money, yeah. yeah, Snoop Dogg has been involved in a lot of things and he's you know become one of those household names that's <laughs> that's kind of more or less um, appealing to everybody, every demographic. I mean, he freaking worked with Martha Stewart on the cooking show. Like who who even thought about that? When I saw that, I was like, "How is this gonna work?" But people liked it somehow, some way. So, again, it's very interesting. Um, everything that Snoop Dogg has done throughout his career, but a biopic with Lee Daniels and Ryan Coogler at the forefront, I think that might actually be dope. I'll definitely go check it out. What about you? Yeah, without a doubt, that's Snoop, yo. Yeah, yeah. So, I, another question though, because. 
um, and straight out of Compton, Lakeith Stanfield, who was also in Atlanta, that's where he uh, first broke out. He ended up playing Snoop Dogg in the Straight Outta Compton flick. But who do you think would be a, a good Snoop Dogg for his own biopic? Can you think I mean, of anybody? Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nipsey. Nipsey Hustle. If he knows how to act a little bit. But I mean, how hard is it to play Snoop? Nipsey looks, he he, he, he can play a good Snoop because he kind of acts just like him. Yeah, they both Crips. Both yeah. from around the same place, so I mean, yeah, that would that would probably be a good one. I'll probably be. A I good mean, one. unless he want to go right back with the dude that played him in Straight Outta Compton, I mean, which he actually, yeah. I mean, Lakeith actually did a very good job. Like I was, yeah. he actually sounded just like him, and kind of looked like him too. Uh, the way that they did him up, so I mean, yeah, he could go back to them. So it'll be interesting. Uh, so we'll keep. Yeah, it. that was pre. That was pre braid Snoop. Like we yeah. don't remember, like we first came out like on the Chronic, he, right. That was rock the hat and had the little, the little curly hat top fade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is correct. So yeah, this will be interesting. We will keep you all up to date on whether this becomes a thing. But Snoop Dogg has been hinting towards it. Said that Lee Daniels and Ryan Cooley might be involved, so this might end up becoming a thing. Moving on, some more West Coast stuff, which was this was very interesting. <laughs> I just figured I'd throw this on here for shits and giggles, but I remember I saw this on Twitter the other day. Justin Bieber apparently was riding around and his car broke down and it was right in the hood. So I don't know exactly what the details were because I mean, it's Justin Bieber. He could have called the tow truck or, or Uber or whatever to come pick him up. But apparently he was like stuck out there and some people rolled up on him and this man was doing everything from sinking to doing push-ups to even playing basketball because a lot of people don't even know like justin bieber can actually play ball so he was like sauces to blow kids up on the basketball court <laughs> they had this man doing everything <laughs> so i just found this funny they got like a whole bunch of instagram clips of him just like doing random stuff he had on some uh he had on some slides in the hood and, and they were like just eating it up everybody in the area so I just found that extremely funny that like just to be one of the whitest people ever. He's not even from here. This man is from Canada. He's so white, but ended up being in the hood and like they just embraced him. They just wanted him to do everything. So like he didn't even from the clips, he didn't even look like he was phased in any point of fashion. He he kind of like he just blended right in, even though they was I mean, kind of like hang out with a little twist all the time. So I'm sure I'm pretty sure he's true. That around, that, that is. Gross. That is absolutely true. I think, especially with the Negroes, they can get you in trouble. So I'm sure he he was aware, hanging around a little twist all the time. Yeah, because that man was constantly in the news after hanging around with him. They had an interesting relationship, I should, uh, to say the right. least. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I guess he is comfortable enough with uh with the black folks that uh that you know he could just hang around him and and they you know it was cool like like it wasn't any malicious stuff. It was just very interesting to see like them putting him on Instagram and stuff, just doing random stuff. But when I saw him on the basketball court, I was like, I was like, I don't know if y'all ready. Like y'all trying to play with that man, but he was kind of saucing a little dude up. <laughs> he, he definitely saucing them up on the court, yo. So it was very interesting. But if y'all didn't see the clips, y'all could definitely uh, check Justin Bieber out in the hood. Um, so I mean, I'm sure he got back to where wherever he was trying to go. But I just thought that that was funny as hell. Final piece of news, Akon, Mr. Do-It-All. This man really cares about the world. Like, not only do a lot of people don't even know that, like, he discovered Lady Gaga. So that was, like, one of his biggest cash-outs ever, 
ever. Because Lady Gaga is still getting paid. Lady Gaga is super big, and she was just in the in the movie. Um, so not only was he doing that, he went over to Africa, made sure that they got lights and everything else. And he's also apparently in the cryptocurrency business as well. Like this man is doing it all. He doesn't even have to do music anymore. Um, but what apparently he wants to do now is he said that he's serious about running for candidacy um, in 2020 against Trump. Out of everybody that said that they wanted to run against Trump in the music business or in the entertainment business, I actually would think that Akon might be the best bet. Kanye is a joke. I'm not even entertaining that anymore. Like whether whether he tries to run that, no, nah, that's a joke. I, I thought it was cool at first. I thought it might have been okay, but that no, 2018 has not been a good year for him. So I don't trust that at all. I remember Waka Flocka was saying it too. Uh, I don't know how serious he was. I don't think he was serious at all. But um, and then apparently like The Rock. Uh, I know that there were some rumors about him too. And, and The Rock was okay, but I think that Akon. I think that Akon actually cares about the world. And he said that, you know, he's a little scared, which a lot of people are, about Trump being in office. So a lot of people just want to change. Like, because I, I feel like America is going downhill fast. It's just not, it hasn't been anything positive since Trump has been in office that I can think of. It's just been negativity, negativity, negativity. But Akon, I think that he could legit make a good run i think that he will be a very good candidate if he's super serious and can get the backing for it so uh what do you think about akon possibly running for office in 2020 i'm with it man i mean you could tell he cares and it ain't just because he's trying to run for office or nothing like that he's not putting on a show a facade like he's he's just this good samaritan all of a sudden he's been doing it since anybody's even known who he's who he was i mean he does everything for his home country I mean, he's doing it for everybody else. I mean, he's obviously a good judge of character and stuff like that. So, I, hey, I'm, I'm all for it, yo. Facts, all facts. For it. So, there you go, man. We will see come next year because, you know, that's when everything ramps up for, uh, for the 2020 election. We'll see if he's super serious about it. But, hey, man, he got my vote if he actually runs. I would, I would definitely feel more comfortable with Akon being in office than Kanye or pretty much anybody else, even The Rock. Like, I, I I don't know about that one. I don't know if he was serious either. I know that The Rock is, he's a cool dude, but I just, in politics, I don't know how how well-versed that he will be in politics, but I think that Akon has a better track record uh, for everything that he's done for not only the U.S., but for Africa, uh, that he could be a legit candidate, that he could, I could, I would feel better with him. I think that he would do a better job. So there you go, man. That's all the music news I have for this week. Let's get into the album reviews here. Now, like I mentioned before, Shmino came out with his second debut album called Noir. This actually came out yesterday, uh, November the 8th. So I guess he wanted to be ahead of the plethora of projects that came out today alone. Um, <laughs> so that, that was kind of smart. You could at least listen to one thing before you get to the wave of, uh, of projects. So second debut album, 18 songs total. He has features by Bari, J2, Dreezy, Valet, and Raven Lene. I will say that my favorite songs, listen to it a couple of times, will be Pisano, Fenty Sex, and uh, Skeetos or Skeetos. Um, I would say for Smito, and I, I, I still a lot of people that probably don't even know that I'm from St. Louis, which I, I don't know how you don't know by now. But uh, I'm not trying to be biased here or anything. 
Lashmino, I feel like he's a breath of fresh air for St. Louis because, first of all, he sounds nothing like any of our sounds that came out in probably like the past 20 years. He sounds like he's from someone uh, from somewhere else. And I don't know, Flock, I don't know if you noticed, man. I don't know how much you know about Smino, but he stays in Chicago now. And y'all trying to claim my guy. I'm gonna I seen you tweet about I, it. I'm going to need for y'all to stop, it. dog. I'm going to need for y'all to stop trying to claim claim my guy. I know we both from the Midwest, but y'all got to give us a W on this one. Smino is from St. Louis. It's just like Metro Boomin. I know Metro Boomin is down in Atlanta prospering, but that man is from St. Louis, and he'll correct everybody. So Smino is the same. <laughs> I know Chicago. Y'all got a lot of artists that came out, but let us have this one. Uh, but Smino doesn't sound anything like anything I've ever heard from St. Louis. Um, I would say the most successful person that's come out is definitely been Nelly uh, musically. But after Nelly, Nelly and Chingy, like, we've had nobody. Absolutely nobody. Everybody that had something in St. Louis has pretty much been, like, one-hit yeah, wonders. Get, yeah, like Jaquan. Yeah, Jaquan. And that man, he ruined his life with drugs. But that's another story. that He's messed up. And I, I know all about this stuff. Um, Cupcake, I mean, she's from, um, she's from St. Louis, too. And she's kind of got a little buzz, too. But she's, I feel like she's more... Um, she's more shock worthy with her raps but shimino i feel like he's more he definitely has a lot more melodic raps i wouldn't even say that he's really a rapper um he's definitely a, a mix between the two r&b and rap and that's what a lot of artists are doing nowadays but i still feel like he has a more different sound than a lot of the uh newer artists that come out that try to do the melodic raps and stuff and it's a breath of fresh air i wouldn't say that i'm necessarily a super fan of him because he still like some of his beats still sound the same to me from what I've heard and some of the stuff I just I fully can't get with but then he'll surprise me with like a Pisano or a Skittos that has a different type of sound for me and then he'll actually can like showcase more of his raps rather than the uh the melodic type of type of things there but the man is definitely talented. He's more of like that cult type of uh, type of fan base. And I know, like, I remember he went to uh, Japan or somewhere somewhere over there, and like he was saying that everybody knew all his songs over there. So he definitely has a bigger influence than people may think. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Yeah, that's definitely wonderful. If you get people overseas, like you're, you know, you're pretty yeah. much good because they really care. Like they, like it's it's a difference. Yeah, I think we talked America. about that before when I was talking about how like groups, acts, and stuff can go overseas and, and get paid doing shows and stuff. We did, and those people and those people over there don't be, hardly even know the language, but they know every word to your song. Facts, facts, and that, yeah, that's that stuff is amazing. So, um, what I would say about this album, it definitely sounds more of the same from what i've heard from him but again he gave me he gave me a couple of those other songs that mainly showcase what he can do uh what he could do bar for bar and that's what i appreciated more about everything but again like i i'm in this weird spot with me you know again he's one of those type of artists that i kind of want him to showcase more that he can rap but that's not his style. Like Shmino, he's mainly that that melodic type of person, and that's okay. But some of these beats just sounded more of the same from what I've heard before. It may have been the same producer, because I don't know who produces the majority of his stuff. But 
um if you like the melodic type of raps if, especially if you like r&b i think that you will be more in tune with the majority of his songs but then again he'll give you some of those other songs that has more of an of an upbeat type of flow and and you can actually see that like he can rap like he could definitely rap but he just doesn't showcase it as much as i would probably like him to that i would prefer him to for my taste um so i kind of gotta i gotta take out of my head that he's not a like rapper rapper he's not one of those type of i'm gonna give you a whole bunch of metaphors and similes type of rapper like he'll he'll kind of lull you and most of his songs are geared towards the female audience that's that's what he mainly talks about in his uh in in his rhymes or whatever in the songs so this cool um and again, if you like that type of thing, then I feel like Smino will definitely be somebody that you can listen to. But if you want just somebody who can give you bars, he's not your type of artist. And he has more, again, like slower type of type of beats that have like the same type of melodies that I've heard from him in the past with his other uh, with his other songs and his other um, projects. So uh, did you get a chance to listen to this one? Of course. And what'd you think? I had to. <laughs> <laughs> um it was it was okay it was okay i'm not gonna lie i'd never heard of him before i never heard of him um at all um once i listened to him i did kind of get like like when you said that a lot of his, his rhymes and stuff is garnered towards like the females and stuff like that i mean it's some dope rappers that rap most of the time about i mean look at ll cool j a lot of his stuff at, at one point was most of his hits was garnered towards female but that was just from that was just genius marketing on his part and the team he had behind him. And then you think of a big daddy Kane who most of his best songs was about, you know, rhyming about females and stuff. So I mean there's nothing wrong with that. I mean as long as you can switch it up and do something that the fellas really want to hear too. I mean you gotta you gotta do that. And it was a few songs that seemed like he did it. Um the song a couple songs that I did like that I really like that stuck out to me was uh Tequila Mockingbird and uh Paisano. Uh, I thought those songs were probably like to me the the best songs for for my taste on there. So those are the, those are the ones I like the most. Um, I think you know I didn't even like I said I didn't I didn't like really do too much research on him, but then I did see that he was actually from because when I seen you mention that on Twitter saying like the Chicago really trying to claim him, I'm like oh okay this is the dude he was talking about like where is he from and i i was like oh go figure that's the only reason why he's saying something from St. Louis. i'm like i was trying to figure out like why 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 does he care and i'm just like and i looked i'm like oh that's why okay but i always try to do my research on on people before i like comment on them and stuff because you never know what their story is and sometimes it's, it's even more interesting you can appreciate the music more so when you know you know where they come from and what they've been up against so they're not just a dude that just got put on because he was hanging around somebody that was already established or something like that. Right, right. He definitely came up like with no uh, type of cosigns or anything that I can think of. Because uh, again, I caught on to him a little bit late, and you know, it's, it's, that's just kind of how it is in my city. Um, you gotta gotta be there at the moment to catch him. But I didn't hear him getting a cosign from anybody at all. Like he was, he was really a grassroots type of uh type of artist there, and I ended up getting put on uh, um to him to like somebody else, and I think it was during like the GI like the early GI radio days. Somebody uh somebody submitted something from him. I was like, who is this? And I'm like, oh, he's from St. Louis. I'm like, okay, cool. 
So I, you know, do my little bias. I kind of liked him a little bit more. And I was like, this is definitely a different type of sound here. I was like, he definitely does not sound like he's from the town. So uh, it was right. it was very, very interesting to uh, to see somebody like this uh, garner so much support throughout the years um, with them basically, you know, getting no cosigns from anybody. No, like, real big features. I would say, like, probably his biggest feature so far has probably been T-Pain um, with the Anita remix. Um, I can't really think about anybody bigger than T-Pain that he's worked with so far. Um, but he's definitely been on some features himself. Um, but that's just like years through him grinding. So shout out to Smino, man. Definitely shout yeah. out to Smino and his grind. And, you, and like I said, you get the people international. Like it's, it's pretty much over from that. Um, so just keep working on your uh, on your craft and, and they're going to like it, man. They're definitely going to like it. But um, what would you give Noir out to five? I give it a two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I give it a two and a half. It was it it nothing like really wowed me about it, but I wasn't like disappointed by it either. I was just like, okay, okay. Most of the songs I was listening to, I was just like, like I said, I just picked the two that I that I really like vibe to the most. But everything else on it, it was you know it was definitely tolerable. I was you know I didn't hate anything I heard from. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I would definitely give it a two and a half as well. Um pretty much the same it didn't wow me but he definitely had some songs that i put on my playlist and and that i saved on spotify so um and those are the songs that were definitely more upbeat uh minus fancy sex because fancy sex wasn't really a beat but i kind of liked what he did with drizzy there so i i definitely enjoyed that song a lot as well so it was cool it was definitely a little bit better than um than black swan in my opinion but i know a lot of people like that that was the debut album that came out um but yeah he definitely has a totally different sound than anything i've heard of uh, coming out of the city so i think that that's i think that's more in his favor that we can at least show that we have a little bit more uh versatility there and hopefully through him more artists can actually come out because like i said we haven't had anybody rb or rap like came out of the city in a long long time so like i say he's just a breath of fre- uh, breath of fresh air um, coming out and and uh, garnering the actual good support that he's gotten so far so and i give it a 2.5 definitely better than black swan um but just not exactly my flavor but it's cool though definitely cool not a bad album at all not a bad album all right uh, let's get into what i really want to talk about <laughs> let's get to the album i really want to talk about um this whole migos thing everybody is making their solo albums now and everybody has an opinion on who was the best Migos. so when Migos first came out everybody was saying that Quavo was the most talented Quavo was the best Migos. but I think through all the mixtapes and all the albums that they brought out a lot of people's opinions kind of swayed some people were saying that Takeoff was the best rhymer he had the best bars other people were saying that Offset might be the best and so I guess through everything with these groups, they were just like, all right, let's just come out with their own solo things. I don't know exactly what they were talking about, but everybody brought out a solo album minus Offset, which apparently he's going to bring out his own solo thing, too, because he was technically first. But he came out with a collaboration album with 21 Savage without warning, which I thought was actually pretty good um, for the Migos themselves. But Quavo came out with his and I was disappointed. I didn't think that it was good at all. It was some songs that I liked on there, but it it was pretty bad. So you were disappointed, but was you surprised that it wasn't very good? From Quavo? Because I, I wasn't. From from Quavo, yes. From Quavo, I actually was. 
I've always felt I've always felt that Amigos were overrated. Mm. Mm. I've always felt that way, okay. and, I, and, and it showed. Like they had to hold a song to themselves. It's like it's cool to do ad libs and stuff when you got somebody else doing the other eight bars and stuff like that for you. Yeah, and you got to carry. You got to do a thirty-two bar song, or you know, what I'm saying some stuff like that. You you gotta you know you gotta make it happen. Yeah, it's it's a it's a different animal. Yeah, this is definitely true. So I remember it was one award show. It was I think it was a BET Awards if I'm not mistaken, but it was some reward show like a couple of months ago, or not even probably not even that long. That takeoff was not there with Quavo and Offset, so people were wondering where he was and was there some controversy, da da da. But takeoff was working on his solo album, so after Quavo came out with his and said he was coming out, takeoff uh, takeoff said that I'm gonna bring out mine as well, and. A lot of people who were thinking that Takeoff with the best Migos with the rhymes or whatever, they were excited about this one, uh, The Last Rocket. So that's the name of his solo album. And it has 12 songs, no listed features, but Quavo and Daytona Fox are on this album. And uh, yeah, I'm actually more disappointed in The Last Rocket than I was with Quavo's album. And I'm going to tell you why. Takeoff has proven to me that just like you said i don't think that he can hold a song by himself i think that's what makes the migos unique i think that's what makes them appeal is when they're all together they can blend all three of their sounds into one song and make it a complete song but with them separate i don't know dog because i did not like this album at <laughs> all i didn't like it at all bro i would say probably the only song that i really enjoyed was soul playing that's the only song that i saved and put on my playlist other than that it just sounded pretty boring like he even tried a slow song on here and i was like why dog like that's more of quavo's lane because quavo's more the melodic type of rapper in the group but take off doing that nah it didn't work like that's that's not his lane that's for quavo to do and if you all did a song together that was slow which you all have before that's what makes it yeah. more appealing but take all by himself even though like he can clearly rhyme i still think well actually to technically i think the offset is the best rhymer um i just think that he has more flavor whenever he rhymes but i think the takeoff is more more or less the more uh the more intricate rhymer if you can even say that but for this one man i was like nah dog i even said on twitter i was like can we agree that offset probably had the best album even though it was with 21 savage technically but i think that he probably had the best one out of the three so far we're gonna see when offset comes out with his own solo joint but i didn't like it i i didn't like it i didn't like quavos either i just don't think that it works uh it was a cool little experiment i remember that race rimmer did it too um with their solo things they came out with three albums one one each and then one together and i didn't like um i like slim jimmy's actually i like i like slim jimmy's a little bit more um uh, but i didn't like sway lee's part because he was trying to sing a lot and i was just like nah like this just don't work so i just think that these groups this is what makes them more appealing when they're together but them separate it just it doesn't work so it's a cool little experiment but i don't want them to do it again i don't want any of them to do it again i'm gonna wait until offset comes out with his own but i just didn't like it i didn't like it and i was just like nah like i think offset had the best one out of them and i know a couple of people tweeted me was like man i'll let take off better uh than quavo or in offset and i'm like I, I don't know i'm listening to it again and i did mm -hmm. today and i felt the same way i felt the exact same way uh not even trying to hate or anything but it was just it was bad 
it was it was really bad i i just think that the execution was just not there and they just they can't coexist without each other i think that's just what makes them more appealing they get they have to be on the same song together just to provide those different types of elements throughout the entire song so yeah, they, they basically pick each other up yeah yeah they, like what well, one lacks the other one makes up for absolutely so that, that's my opinion on it uh what did you think oh man where do i start <laughs> the last rocket yeah um let you know let me start off positive i i did i did listen to it and i and i actually listened to it twice believe it or not mm. i listened to it twice because i wanted to try to take something different from it because i already you know i don't i don't i didn't want to go into it with this preconceived notion that the fact that i'm not a fan of amigos that i wasn't gonna give it a chance and i did give it a chance and i listened to it and i'm not gonna lie i was i was thoroughly disappointed but it was it was a couple songs on there that you know what i'm saying that had me kind of like i seeing myself tap my feet to it and stuff like that uh it was a none to me that was one and uh, i believe insomnia was another song that I, that, I, that i liked on there other than that i didn't like anything else and i'm not even it, and it wasn't even close it was like it was either i liked it or i just couldn't stand it and everything else was just like oh boy it was it was pretty much a chore to listen to and I just started listening to it. I was like, I'm punishing myself listening to this and I'm punishing myself playing 2K at the time I was listening to it. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. So I, I don't really know what else to say. We, we already talked about, you know, their, their strengths and weaknesses. And for them, they, they, their strength is being together. I know they're trying to get that extra little money for themselves doing solo projects, but I mean, you keep dropping duds. It's, it's just not going to work because now you're going to, you're pretty much exposing yourself to not being able to to carry you know what you call like you know you, you take groups that that go solo like an outcast you know and they did the you know the speaker box and the love below classic double album you know what i'm saying big boy could could can carry an album but it's just the fact that compared to 3000 it's just like you know but 3000 never truly did a official solo album but i'm sure if he did it would be fire so a lot of a lot of other acts uh you got some acts that just can't pull that off some can but i just don't think migos is in that lane where they can they can pull off the going solo thing it just it ain't work the quavo stuff was a dud takeoffs is a dud i give it a 1.5 yo i'm sorry that's probably like the lowest i've given anything next to trippy red <laughs> um yeah I, agree. I it wasn't as bad as trippy red though so I'll, I'll say that yeah and, that, and that's crazy because like i'm still kind of on the fence about trippy too but this was worse i would have to say that this was worse i'm also going to give it a 1.5 and, and yeah i think collectively it's the lowest score that we've ever given anything <laughs> I just, yeah. it, it sucks but yeah i mean you actually brought up a really good example i'm um, talking about outcast because I mean, I think that everybody did like the love below more than speaker box, but speaker box wasn't bad. Uh, you could definitely by tell no, that they by no means. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad by any means. But with the Migos, man, like it's, it, it was bad. Like you just got to call it how it is. Like y'all, y'all just cannot work solo. It's cool with you all being on other people's features who aren't obviously you all. Um, but yeah, it just didn't work. So like I said, I hope that this is an experiment and you all find out that like the sales weren't there and people were you know kind of shitting on it but it's for good reason i mean not trying to shit on it, just a shit on it i want you all to do good but this is your appeal like you all work great together 
but not separately. You can't do that. You're not, not like a outcast. You're not even like a Wu-Tang because, you know, they all came up with their independent stuff. And, it, you know, it's rare that you heard about a Wu-Tang member uh, coming out with their solo stuff that was like infinitely bad. Like, it, nah, their stuff was good. Their stuff was good independently as well. So, I mean, y'all not them, though. That's a big-ass group. I mean, and I'm, I'm not. I, I would never buy a You God album. <laughs> y'all say it's always one. It's, <laughs> it's always one or two that you will say that. I, I mean, right. but the majority. The the majority yeah, when it came but, out there but independent. The, yeah, stuff, but yeah. it's a majority. Yeah, it's definitely a landslide when you think it was great and was, was not. So. Right, right. So they, they, They're over, too. So Yeah, yeah. So there you go, man. Like I said, we're going to win on this Offset solo album that it reportedly is coming. And then, like, we'll make our final judgments on uh, what what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm predicting this now. His Offset is going to be the best out of the three. I, uh, I'm i leaning towards it, too. I'm definitely leaning towards that. So I mean, it can't get much worse than this one, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. So. It is what it is, man. 1.5 for the last rocket. Not for me, dog. Not for me. Definitely not for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really felt like I when I when I see you, like, all right, man, you're gonna have to we, we're gonna go do this. What's I'm like, dude, it ain't April 1st, man. Why are you playing with me? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we're in November, this dude playing April Fool jokes on me, man. Like, come on, dog. Nah, man, I had to tell the people what I felt about it because I know that they're gonna be talking. I know that they're gonna be talking. A lot of people like the Migos, man. So, uh, and uh, I, I hope y'all like honest. I hope y'all like honesty better, then. Yeah, cause like like I said, I don't like shitting on albums. I don't like saying that they're bad. Yeah. But when when something is bad, you gotta call it how it is. Like I said, so. Hey, you heard me. Like I said all the time, I had to. I had to really. I had to really before we even started doing this. I had to really dissect and just go in on that Nas joint he did with Kanye. I really did not like that, and that pained me to say that about Nas project. So I think the only Nas project I, I didn't like was Nostradamus. Mm. Everything else I loved. Interesting. So and yeah, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, but I mean, again, you had to call it like it was too. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't like it as much. Yeah. I said I think the Kanye ruined it. So. Me too. I said it too. So. <laughs> yeah. It's what it is, man. Well, we don't offsets, but uh, let's move on to the song of the week. Song of the week. I'm gonna keep this West Coast, but the West Coast that I like. Uh, <laughs> let me stop for AB Smooth actually give me some of bad. Be like, hold on, hold up. What'd you say? You don't like the West? Um, you don't like the West Coast, cause yeah. But this is a this is a, a oldie but goodie. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. One of the first songs that I heard from him was Michael Jordan, and I remember when this first came out. Again, I didn't know that he was uh, from the West Coast. And this song just was bumping, bro. Like this song was absolutely amazing. I was like, "Who is this dude?" Uh, this was Schoolboy Q sounded different too, because right? I didn't even know that that was him as well. And like, so I went back. I was like, "You sound like you sound like way different." But this was like probably the start for me being a full fledged Kendrick Lamar fan. I went to listen to Section 80. I was like, "This is fire!" Arguably one of his best projects ever, um, depending on who you ask. Um, but when I heard Michael Joy and I was like, yo, like this, this hook alone was like super fire. I remember I looked at the video and I was like, this is cool. Like, who are you guys? I ain't know anything about uh, DTE at all. I mean, let's uh, say DTE, TDE, excuse me. Um, and through that, I just ended up finding out about everybody else. Absol, J-Rock, 
schoolboy and then obviously the list grew as we went on um but this was this was really my my start yo this is my start from like finding out how talented this guy was and then like all the cosigns they ended up getting from dre and game and pretty much everybody on the west coast I'm like this dude is gonna be special i never knew that he was gonna blow up as much as he did um but i i think that he fully deserves it i think that he definitely fully deserves it after after all, everything that he's come out with and i can't really name a bad album or a bad project that he's come out with i think that pretty much everything that he's come out with has been fire um so like this man i don't think that he can be touched right now i don't think that he can be touched but michael jordan was definitely the start of me just like being a full-fledged Kendrick lamar fan so I don't know if you haven't heard this. Anybody's listening, if you haven't heard Michael Jordan, like, please, please go back and listen to Kendrick Lamar's earlier catalog. Um, and you'll you'll see, like, the progression that he had. But, like, it still, it wasn't a huge progression. Because I, th- I still think that his earlier projects were, like, just just amazing for his time. Uh, just coming out of the West when, like, the West was, like, kind of, like, dead and gone. You only pretty much had the game repping it. Um, you obviously had all the OGs, but Kendrick Lamar coming out and it being, like, one of those new artists that just blew up out of nowhere, well, seemingly nowhere, uh, was definitely a very, very good thing for the West Coast. So, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. If you haven't heard, go listen to Michael Jordan, bitch. Uh, what you got for me, Flock? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, a song called get in touch with us from uh lil kim featuring styles p back in 2003 off of her la bella mafia album which to me i think is i think that's her best album truthfully the la bella mafia album uh get in touch with us um that song is just crazy nice and then like towards the end of it they try to do the back and forth shit. you know everybody that raps with styles p just just they just gotta try that shit out that him and uh jada does but kim held her own on that so yeah, that's that's a that's definitely a, a hot track, yo. It's, it's it's straight to the point. Like they talking that shit, and yeah, man, check that out. Get in touch with us, Lil Kim featuring Styles P off the La Bella Mafia album. That is my song of the week. It's definitely on there, so you can pull it up. It came out oh three. Yeah, La Bella Mafia. Yeah, you know, Kim was always nice with the album covers too. That's a good one too. Had it forever. Yeah, I ain't listened to that album in, in a long time. Yeah, that was, was uh, yeah, that was with the jump off. Yep. True. Yep. True. And uh, I think stick. the magic stick was yeah. on there too. Yeah. Fifty. Y'all know if I can hit once, I can hit twice. Yeah. So you know, I don't like, I don't like album, I don't like uh, I don't like the singles and shit like that. That's why I would, I would probably never pick a song like the popular joints like the. This is true. This is true. Yeah, but I was so this. tired of hearing. I was so tired of hearing Magic Stick. Oh yeah, they nah they, in the club and stuff. Nah, <laughs> yeah, you heard that just, constantly. Oh god, yeah, yeah, definitely true, definitely true. So y'all go check that, that was, out. That was around my partying days too. Like when I first really started, like going to going out and shit like that, the clubs and stuff. So facts, facts. So. Would you would you say that Styles P is one of the best at like going back and forth on the track? Yeah, <laughs> who else is better? I mean, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, him and, him and Jada, him and Jada, yeah, him and Jada, like basically, I'm not gonna say they they fought, they they invented it or fathered it, they perfected it though. Yeah, him and Jada is him and Jada is that there is no one better who can do that. Like they can go four bars, four for four. And nobody is like really outdoing the other one. Like 
like just out, just would outweighing the other one and there's no no question who who's the better rapper because styles is no choke either it's just jadic has just got the voice you know what i'm saying <laughs> he, he's got the voice he got a million dollar rhyming rapping vo- rapper's voice and he can rap his ass off of styles p is no punk yo one of my favorites facts facts so there you go there you go look him for styles p get in touch with us that's flock's choice from 2003 I got Kendrick Lamar, Michael Jordan. So let's move on. Topic of the week, my guy. How do you feel about music streaming services getting exclusive album releases? Now, I, don't ex- like <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. It's y'all, bro. I don't like it. I don't like that shit at all. It's like why why are we continuing to hold back the music that everybody wants to hear? I understand that streaming services are obviously going to be competing but i don't like the exclusivity deals whether you put it on one platform for good or whether you make it a timed exclusive i know that drake does it all the time because he has a deal with apple music apparently ninth wonder um does as well because they put his latest uh collaboration album on apple first i don't know how long it's going to take before it comes on spotify if it does um but it's i'm now it is because uh, yeah, i didn't i didn't see it is there? I looked like two hours ago. Yeah, I seen it last night. How the hell am Dude. I not seeing it? I seen it. I, I'll link it to you. Yeah, cause what what is it under? Cause I looked under Night Wonder. I looked under Rhapsody. I didn't just, see it. Just type. Just type. Jamla is the squad too, bro. Trust me. I'm I'm looking at it like I'm literally looking at it right now. I'm about to I'm about to link it to you. <laughs> I'm about to link it man, to you. Man, my like Spotify right broke, now. fam. It's broke. I'm about to link this shit to you right now. Oh, okay. Uh, they have it. They had never mind. I found it. They have it under various artists. But that's yeah, still I mean, I because it's not because he never he never calls it a ninth wonder album. That's why. I mean, I understand, but it's always presents. It ain't like well, that. It's not like that on Apple. Yeah, it's a compilation. That's a that's a it must be a Spotify thing. It has to be a Spotify thing then, because I remember they did that with um with Jay Z and Beyonce too. They put it under like the uh the Carters instead. I was like, right. like I get it, but why? I found it now. But Jesus, like I I swear I was searching. I was like, what the hell? Why is this not here? All right, I got it. But anyways, going back to the topic. Um, yeah, I I definitely do not do not enjoy this and i understand that they are competing against each other all these streaming services but you're still at the end of the day holding back for the people who just want to listen to your stuff um i know that obviously you're not getting as much money when people stream your projects compared to people actually buying it outright but still like i would feel like you would want to get the most money period and I know that these companies like Apple Music, you know, they're probably throwing out a lot of money to get that uh, timed exclusivity, whether it's a day or a week or whatever. But I still don't like it. I don't want to have to be forced to pay for multiple streaming services when you all basically have the same stuff anyways. It's just basically going to come up to your preference as well. And for me, I prefer Spotify now because I feel like it's easier to not only import my music, 
but to make all of my playlists for whatever I want. And then you have your own profile as well, which Apple Music does too, when you can you can share or people can look at what you're watching. But I still like Spotify's interface a little bit better um, as far as uh, people following me and, and seeing all the playlists and everything that I add on there. I just don't feel like at the end of the day, minus the money, because like I said, they probably have thrown out a, a good chunk of cash for whatever exclusivity, but I still don't like it at the end of the day. It, I feel like it's, it just ruins uh, ruins whatever momentum that you have. People should be able to listen to it on, on whatever platform that they feel. So um, you say you didn't like it as well. Um, at all. Not at all. It's, it's just, to me, it's like, it's, it's almost like you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. If you have one, you'll be able to check this person out. But if you don't have this one, you know, and not everybody's going to, not everybody's going to have both. Cause like I have Spotify premium, you know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I've, I've had it for years and that's just what I'm going to stick with because it's, it's closer to, you know, it's just so familiar for me. So I'm not going to go over to Apple music. You know, I don't have an iPhone and all that, all that other stuff. So, you know, it's like, what's the convenience for me having it? So it's just like, there is none. So I'll just stick with Spotify, but it's like, I, I go on Spotify and I can't, I can't listen to no Jay-Z shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he took because all off. his shit is on. All right, he took everything off. All this shit is on what title? Title so, him. Right, so it's just like that, that. That shit is crazy, bro. But I mean, to each his own. You know, if you like it, roll with it. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, I always got music, yo. I I got hard drives full of music. So I mean, like terabyte of hard drives full of music. So it's it's cool. But like when this new stuff comes out. And you want to check for it it's a specific artist and like i said i have spotify i can't listen to you know a new jay-z on you know what I'm saying when he drops something it's like because it's it's exclusive over there i, I just don't like it yeah it's, it, it just yeah. It, it deprives people you know of what like people that can't afford both or something like that you know some people just don't you know not interested in getting title apple music you know the apple music and and fucking uh spot or or spotify right. I mean, some people some people just stick with pandora you know what i mean so who knows you know, but i mean for the people who, who pay for these streaming services you, you want to be able to listen to what you like and if it's going to be available on one it should be available on all exactly exactly i feel like we're finally getting to a point where you can get at least like somewhat of a significant um payouts from streams I know that that was literally like one of the main issues why companies like Tidal even started was because they wanted to put the music back in the hands of the people and they felt like streaming was not actually giving a good enough income compared to buying the album outright but we're in a new age so things have to change eventually and, and it's like I understand why uh, some artists went over there and they're like yeah I'm just going to keep myself over here exclusively but like you said Fly, like it's just kind of depriving uh, the people who really want to listen to your stuff and, and people don't want to pay for multiple services especially if they end up giving you the same thing at the end of the day um, you know minus a couple of catalogs like a Jay Z or uh or a lady gaga or a taylor swift because i know that they've all had their own issues with spotify and it may be some other stuff in the background that we just don't know about but i hope that everybody can eventually get that together because like i said i'm i have the money but why would i pay for multiple services like that i don't want title uh and i know a lot of people were like oh man well you know it's on it's owned by jay-z or whatever you know you need to support black business but 
I still, I don't like that. I don't like you depriving that for me. Like, I don't have to support every single black business. I, I prefer Spotify. Is that okay? <laughs> like, right. I, I know people are trying to put that guilt trip on me, but I don't want to pay for Tidal. I already have Spotify, and Spotify is free. Um, you can get the premium without the ads, but Spotify is free. So I, I had it. I listened to albums on it, and I decided to get premium so I don't have to get ads. I like it more. I like the service more. So that's, that's just my opinion. That's my preference. Uh, but yeah, I don't like it. I definitely do not like getting deprived of other music. But I'm kind of like you though. Um, I have a lot of like I got like Jay Z's almost entire catalog going on my uh, on my hard drive anyway. So I ain't have to worry about that. But if I can't import everything over to Spotify because you blocked it, then that's an issue. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't even listen to it on Spotify. I can listen to half of his catalog on Spotify, and that's that's one thing that I was. I was thoroughly upset about when he removed everything from there. So it is what it is, but I think it's trash. I don't like them following the video game big three formula with the exclusives. Um, they've been doing it for a while and it's cool for them because they need to find a reason to sell their consoles. Um, that's always been how it was with Microsoft and Nintendo and Sony, but I don't like it coming over to, uh, to my music, especially since we're in the streaming age now. Um, I want to have the convenience of listening to my entire catalog that not only I put on there from your service, but everything that I had on my hard drive. I want to be able to listen to all of it seamlessly with no issues. And when I can't do that, it makes me upset because then I feel like I'm forced to go over to Apple or I'm forced to go over to Tidal to listen to it. And and I just don't want to do that. I, I can't do it, man. I had Apple Music for a little bit and it's cool but I and mean, i just like spotify better i just feel like it's it's uh it has more features for me especially with streaming and stuff so here's what it is y'all definitely let us know um how y'all feel about music streaming service and getting these exclusive album releases whether it's a week or a day or permanently uh let us know how you feel you know you think it's it's whack or not all right so let's move on to debate time i'll let you go ahead and uh take the reins on this one sir Mm, okay. So debate time. JG. Yeah. Who is the closest example of uh what you would call we would call a complete MC? Now this could be a past or present MC. So who would you who would you who would you put in that put in that in that uh in that lane? Hmm. Top of my head, I would probably say Hold on, before you answer, now some people will say well, what would you call what would be the criteria of a complete MC? What okay. would be your criteria of a complete MC? In my opinion, uh, a complete MC will be someone who not only has good production, has a good ear, um, but can also also has a thorough a thorough um what am I trying to say? A a thorough base on um on subject matter i feel like if you're not just rapping about one thing every single song if you can switch it up and not only talk about uh you know the hood life if you grew up like that but it can also appeal to the women uh but can also talk about some real stuff like politics i feel like that would uh that would make you a complete mc also if you can i feel like if you can easily appeal to every every base every single fan base every single demographic easily and you can get on the radio easily um i feel like that'll also make you a complete scene now that that one could be kind of kind of hit or miss because i feel like especially in these day and ages that being on the radio isn't the end-all be-all 
um but it's definitely important in the sense because people still listen to the radio and in the radio can still make you hotter than what you were um so those would probably be my my three biggest things production uh definitely a huge one in my opinion a uh, subject matter and uh and being able to appeal to uh to a wide range of uh of demographics and fan bases um so i feel like that would that's that's my criteria for a complete mc uh, so ain't nobody not gonna. You want me to give you my? You want me to give you my first before uh before we yeah we both, go yeah go. Well, uh, my criteria, I would just say um I would say definitely lyrical ability, uh, uh stage presence. I think that's 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 highly underrated, but extremely important. Um, who can like set? Who's like the who can set like the most trends? Who's a trendsetter? Who says the stuff that people people will start saying you know what i mean like catchphrases and stuff like that um also uh like as far as like uh even like as far as like a fashion sense like with the look you know what i mean who has a look that everybody wants to wants to emulate as well i think you know that a lot of that stuff man plays a part and of course you know like i said before your your lyrical ability um how 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 versatile you are lyrically like can you tell a story can you make somebody dance can you make me think can you put me in an emotional state that make me feel like your pain if you got one of those songs all of that i think is the the closest example to like the being a complete mc in my personal opinion that's a good example and i know that we were talking about uh in earlier episodes we were talking about people who uh who have good fashion sense as well so i didn't even think about that but that's a definitely a very good example yeah because when i think of that i think of like you take like well we'll start like way back like like way back like 80s when i think of stuff like that when you say like a fashion sense like who was like that dude that like people wanted to like wear what they were wearing like you think of like a slick rick that had all the gold chains and you know what I'm saying he wore the kango hats and and you know what I'm saying had all of the furs and stuff like that people wanted to dress like that or you take a run dmc that wore the you know what I'm saying the adidas and in the, in the, the track suits and stuff like that you know what i'm saying so Your ll cool days like, yeah ll and you know those type of those type of dudes like that that had the fashion since that they set trends so that's 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 the pl- part that i say that they play because every era has that person that you know people want to drive even like with a biggie with the versace and shit like that nobody was talking about wearing versace and coogee and shit like that until you know what i'm saying biggie started name dropping it this is true definitely true um so off the top of my head i think they're probably the closest example now and this would be present tense uh would probably again be kendrick um, I would say minus the fashion sense, which he's trying to get more into it. I know he had like some shoe deals going on, but I would say like minus that because I don't, I don't, I definitely don't feel like he's the most fashion forward, especially now because I don't know if you've been paying close attention, but like the fashion sense is getting like kind of weird again. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's getting, uh, trust me, I know it's getting very, very weird. But minus that, because I wouldn't rock half of that stuff that uh that dudes are rocking now. Um, but it's definitely getting back into that like we're gonna wear like more things that, like you would probably see like a woman wearing in your, uh, in your sister's closet yeah no, I'm good. yeah <laughs> I'm, straight, I'm straight on that never been cool to me yeah it, me neither me neither but we're kind of getting back into that era that was like early 80s uh early 80s oh, fashion. Right. The, yeah that, that uh what's that uh 
what's them do the uh, the dudes that say the mask the message and stuff yeah with the yeah. torn up jeans that's tight as hell cutting off your ankle circulation yeah that ain't cool with me that that whole young thug nonsense I, I can't get with that little uzi that that just ain't me man to each his own nah. if that's what you like that's what you like like you know and people will say oh well prince dressed like you know what I'm saying that's and i mean that was cool then that androgynous stuff that was hot then so i guess that was that was what it was but i mean I, I, if they dope I mean people say what they want because I mean 3000 was dressing weird at one point and, I mean even to this day he still does it on occasion so I mean and y'all know that that's one of my favorite artists of all time he's like in my top three so yeah um, I mean I guess man I, just, <laughs> I right. can't do it though man right. I just can't do it that's, that's all I say I yeah. can't do it yeah I'm good but mine is saying because Kendrick doesn't really dress like that I don't feel like he's he's out there when it comes to fashion but i feel like everything else i, I feel like that's definitely him um he could talk about his life growing up in the hood um he could definitely appeal to the women he can get on the radio we're pretty much every single that he comes out with um he's definitely like one of the most versatile rappers i've heard in a long long time and he can tell stories he can do all of that i definitely feel like he's he would definitely be up there as like one of my complete mcs um further on i would probably say um <laughs> and we're kind of just talking about the same people i would say andre i was say Andre 3000 uh minus how i personally feel about his fashion taste i feel like um like when he came out with uh with the love below i was like man like this was something like totally different i didn't know he really like had that in him that he can like come out with like complete like almost rv album and like that mm-hmm. stuff was fire so like he can do that um he can pretty much be on any feature and kill it like i don't i can't think of a time that like he hasn't impressed me with like one of his uh one of his rhymes one of his verses so he can definitely do it all it's just that he just he just does it (laughs) he he never i gotta listen to that again yeah he never really came out with one of his one of his albums like one of his solo albums he just chills out and gets on the feature whenever he wants to but um but i feel like if he if he was out there a little bit more with his music and then he would he would definitely be like the top he'll probably be above kendrick in my opinion as like a complete mc but those are two that come off off my head um just off top so what about you i gotta go with jay-z jay i gotta go with jay-z man like, them, them shoes suck like, though that he came out with them that's not quite as i mean <laughs> i mean all these rapper shoes suck i mean yeah. you gotta think uh, games shoes them hurricane games suck them lugs that uh somebody else had they suck them and 50 cent shoes suck like they all suck but uh <laughs> they all suck uh but a reason i would pick jay-z is he's a rapper's rapper you know what i mean he talks that shit you know he, he talks about what you know the shit that he went through and he comes out with a lot of different stuff it goes back to what i was saying like as far as like he got the stage presence you know what i'm saying he can he he don't even have to do all the animated he's not a, like a jaru that's gonna go up there and gyrate with his shirt off you know what I'm saying it just to get the crowd going. He could just come out there and say, uh-huh, uh-huh. And everybody gonna go crazy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, y'all motherfuckers ready, man? You know what I'm saying? He just gonna say and he's just a cool ass dude. And he can come out there and say one line, everybody goes crazy. It's a hard knock life, you heard me. And everybody goes crazy. He said he was a he said a lot of trends that Rockefeller, that Rockefeller, nobody was touching Rockefeller from I say 98 to like they were done you know what i mean so nobody was really touching them uh he he just dropped a lot of he dropped a lot of jewels that a lot of people slept on too 
and like as far as like with the fashion stuff like let's talk about rockaway a lot of people rock they rock rockaway they yeah. wore rockaway clothes they a lot of people wanted them rockaway chains and you know what I'm saying they was using jay-z slang when he would say stuff on a on a record people would say it and the way he dressed people when he was wearing throwback jerseys everybody was wearing throwback jerseys when he started wearing button-ups everybody was wearing button-ups you know what i mean so that's what i mean by like who could set trends and then when he he would he wasn't a, he was the hottest rapper in the game at one point but he wasn't above going on angie martinez radio show and dropping a freestyle or going on funk flex and dropping a freestyle you know what i mean he would he would drop songs on a memphis bleak album or a beanie siegel album and just do the whole song by himself and put it on their album just so they album could sell that's how hot jay-z was so he like you you take the songs like can i get a and you know to dead presidents and to his lesser known songs like the song he did with like scarface and beanie siegel um this can't be life which i thought was a dope story song because everybody shared this a a personal story on that i mean he you know saying that the evils and stuff like that and he talked about you know getting into it with his brother on his second album called you know so you must love me like he touched on a lot of different stuff man he had a lot of different types of songs that's why i say he's a complete mc because he could tell stories he can he can have you dancing in the club and he can just have you nodding your head in your in your in your vessel so yeah jay-z is the most complete mc to me personally and i'm a huge biggie huge Nas, all them fans but i think as far as like from top to bottom everything that i name jay-z is the best at it to me Mm-mm. okay okay yeah that's a really good example i i have no arguments there no arguments there <laughs> about jay oh that shit was off the dome too bro. <laughs> that shit right down i said you true true so there you go man uh you won't let us know who you think is your example of the most complete mc go ahead tweet us let us know all right man final section album suggestions this is all you again fly go for it uh album suggestion of this this week here i'm gonna go with my boy young jeezy the let's get it thug motivation 101 was dropped in 2005 i love this album from top to bottom reason being when it came out it completely surprised me a dude that i worked with was playing it we was on like lunch break or something and we went to go grab something and he was playing it in his car I'm like, yo, what is this? He like, yo, man, you ain't up on that Jeezy Joe. That's that's how people talk in Chicago. So they they in in everything with Joe. You know, say like New York is in everything with Son or B. You know, says people in Chicago call you Joe. Like, man, Joe, this was like that's that's I was man, I was hooked when I got it. Top to bottom, I love this album to this day. I love it. Track one comes on. That's like one of my workout songs when I go to the gym. Let's get it. You know, what I'm saying so this this was this was that album yo to me it was his best work it was definitely his best work because he was hungry not saying that he isn't still now but you could tell he was hungry then <laughs> true, true go crazy go crazy you know what i'm saying you had the go crazy remix with jay-z yeah you know what i'm saying he had a lot of joints on that man the, the soul survivor with uh with akon we just talking about akon shout out to akon so he, he had a lot of joints on here that album check was, that uh, out if you, you know we talk about classics on this show <laughs> yeah on this podcast. That's, I to me that's a classic. classic yes that's a classic that's definitely a classic i remember uh, a lot of people think i don't li- like that type of music and i i remember people 
saying, oh, all he talking about is drugs. All he talking about, I'm like, it works though. I can't lie. It worked. It worked. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I would say that this made me uh, a Jeezy fan right here. Definitely. Mm-hmm. When he came out his first, uh, his debut album. And I remember we talking on stream about uh, about what we liked and stuff. This was, this was back when you was a huge hip hop snob. <laughs> we, talk, <laughs> and we were talking about it on stream. But you was like, he was like, believe it or not, I like Jeezy. I was like, work. He was like, yeah, I listen yeah. to Thug Motivation 101 like every day. <laughs> yeah, I listen to that album all the time, yo. Like, I listen to that sh- I told you that first track that comes on. Hey. Hey. Yeah. That come, that's like my workout that's like my workout music right there that's part of like my workout playlist used to hit the kitchen lights cockroaches yeah. everywhere they hit the yeah, kitchen the lights and flows everywhere Jeezy made everybody love doing had everybody going back in the studio redoing their ad libs after the album <laughs> true you know what I'm yeah yeah yeah, fact. Y'all be fact. thinking y'all know me out there, man. But y'all, <laughs> y'all don't be knowing me as well as you think. Yeah, yeah. So it is what it is, man. Definitely a classic, stamped by both of us, man. This is a perfect example of what a classic album is. Stop throwing out that word. We got you on what's what's really classic yeah. out here in these streets. Part of five. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> Not stop even, it. man. Not even, but. There you go, man. There you go. That was the album suggestion for this week. And with that concludes the Enlightened Sounds episode 10. Once again, we appreciate everyone, man. We are on 10 episodes. And uh, again, we thoroughly appreciate everyone that thoroughly listens to us every single week. Every single week. Uh, We hope to continue this for, uh, for a very long time. And again, Lord uh, knows I enjoy doing this. I really do. Yes, so, yes. And hopefully it show. Hopefully it shows when y'all listen to it. Like y'all feel the energy, man. Mm-hmm. It's been very fun, very fun. So shout out to everybody. I remember from the beginning we were looking for uh for examples for uh, the title of the show. I know some of y'all gave some weird examples, but I appreciate the person who said enlightened sounds. Uh, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna continue to rock with that. And uh, we will see y'all for the next hold, episode. Hold, 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 oh, hold on, hold on. You got something? For this, next, for this next one, with all this stuff that's coming up that I know we're going to have to go over, we might have to get Blizzy on this next one with us. Because that shit is up his alley. <laughs> I'm going to ask him. Yeah, it's a lot of Atlanta stuff on here. So I'm yeah. going to definitely ask him if he, uh, <laughs> if he wants to join. We, we just look on getting another guest. Definitely, definitely. But again, uh, you got anything else? uh nah man appreciate everybody to come through and check us out man keep it up with the tweets and all that other stuff man suggestions comments you know saying topics that you all may have for us to use for our debates and topics and stuff like that that is openly welcome please go ahead and do it um yeah appreciate y'all man we out peace